Hello, this is Father Jeremiah from the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, and you are listening to From the Friars Podcast. Mother Teresa was once fond of saying quite often, the longest distance to travel in life is the distance from one's head to one's heart. And what she is referring to is this very interesting phenomenon that we all experience. And the phenomenon is that believing in God and even speaking about Him is really not that difficult. What is difficult is living out that belief. It is integrating that belief in God, integrating the teachings of Jesus into our life so that our faith is not merely an intellectual idea and so that our words are just not merely a topic of conversation but that our faith and our words are the reality in which we live. And as Jesus makes very clear today in the gospel, this integration of our belief, our words and our actions, must be the primary concern the primary focus for each of us. Because if not, we very well might miss the kingdom of God. Jesus today gives us this parable about a man who has two sons. And he says to the first, son, go out into my vineyard and work. And he says no, but then later ends up going. Whereas the second son says yes, but never goes out into the vineyard. And so Jesus asks, which one of these did the Father's will? The answer is the first. The one who ended up living out, obeying, what his father asked him, even though he said no at first. But then Jesus drops this very offensive line to the chief priests and the elders. He says to them, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. Jesus is telling these Jewish leaders that these public, notorious sinners, tax collectors and prostitutes, that they are like the first son who say no at first, but eventually respond to the father. 
Whereas they, the chief priests and the elders, the religious people, that they are like the second son who believes that the father's will is important, who agrees to it with his words, but yet whose actions do not correspond with his belief and his words. And because their actions are not integrated with their words, with their belief and their words, these religious leaders are not doing and living in the Father's will. Whereas these sinners, of course, after they repent, are. And I'm not sure how fully we can grasp just how scandalous and even insulting Jesus' words must have been perceived by the chief priests and the elders. Because Jesus is essentially telling them, you are not as holy as you think. You might have a knowledge of God. You might study his word. You might speak very well of him, and people might come to listen to you. You might look religious. Other people might think you are holy. But until your actions correspond with your belief and your words, you are still far away from the kingdom of God. Now, of course, for each one of us, this is true to a certain extent as well. I don't know anyone, especially myself, whose actions correspond perfectly to our belief and to our words. Because the truth is, we are all, to a certain extent at times, hypocrites. And this shouldn't surprise us, nor should this alarm us either. St. Paul himself says in Romans that, I do not do what I should but I do the very thing that I shouldn't. And so I say this not to make excuses for ourselves, but simply to remind us that it is only when our actions are united with our beliefs and our words, then and only then are we living and doing the will of God. You know, it's very interesting, in St. Teresa of Avila's book, The Interior Castle, which is like a, a roadmap for the spiritual life, in her first seven mansions, she really doesn't begin to even talk about prayer until the fourth mansion. 
Because she's working from this belief that until a person's life becomes at least somewhat integrated with the gospel, when their words, when their belief, and their actions are starting to come together, it is really only then that a person can begin to grow in prayer. And so, if we really do want to grow in the spiritual life, we're always going to have questions about prayer and our personal experiences of God, and they are very important. But just as important to ask is we need to ask ourselves questions regarding our integration of the gospel as a whole. Questions like, where in my life are my actions not in conformity with my belief and with my words? Where in my life am I living as a hypocrite right now? How can I preach the gospel more effectively in the way that I live? When I was in college, I went to a talk one night, and the priest who was giving this talk asked all of us a question that I don't think I will ever forget. And the question was this. He said, if you were put on trial for being a Christian, would the jury have enough evidence to convict you? And the evidence, he said, that the jury would be looking for to convict you would not be what you believed or what you said, but what you did. In other words, how you lived. Because ultimately, how one lives is a reflection of what one truly believes. And how one lives is really the only thing that gives credence to our words. Let us then pray today that if we were ever put on trial for being Christians, that we would be found guilty because our actions, our words, and our beliefs would all be one. Thank you for listening to From the Friars podcast. Please check out our website at franciscanfriars.com and find us on Facebook and Instagram at CFR underscore Franciscans.